0: All right, Mario, I owe you an apology, man. I am so sorry for not making you and Natalie uh, arroz con leche. That is one of my specialties, and I love making it, and I can't believe I never made it for you guys.
1: Bro, when you send me a text message, you're like, hey, do you guys like arroz con leche? I'm like, bro, yeah. And, <laughs> of and course, then, who doesn't? Yeah, and then you're like, uh, I mean, for those of those who don't know, arroz con leche, is a, it's a type of dessert, right? In um, mm-hmm. Latin America, it's it, I mean, it's done differently in different places. Uh, yeah, I think in English it's called like rice pudding or something or like that okay. is what I've seen here. Okay, there you go. So, like, it varies though in different countries um, from like El Salvador. I've, I've tasted different variations of it, but mm-hmm. it's still all good. And it's incredible. And when you said bro, I've never tasted uh, arroz and leche from Belize, from someone who's from Belize. <laughs> so, bro, you got to, like, if your car's not working or something, you got to walk from Michigan to the West Coast oh, and man. make us some, bro that's that'll be the punishment <laughs> forgivable bro you're unforgiving <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone welcome to another episode of DMing and truth and tech i'm mario alvarado and i'm daniel escalante and again we're happy that you can you guys can join us for a thursday truth talk church talk where we're gonna uh just grab a church topic break it down give you some information and some practical tips so that you guys can put that into action in your local mm-hmm. context. Um, and we're happy to do that. But that that starts with the conversation, right? Absolutely. And, and so I'm. Um, uh, we're happy that you can be part of this season two. This is episode two. Uh, reminding you guys that we do have two episodes per week now. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had a Android versus iOS showdown last uh Tuesday. Um where um I won and I beat Daniel showing <laughs> you guys and proving that Android is better. Uh <laughs> at least that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know what's that's what got, you that's what you walked away with. <laughs> that's what I walked away with. Daniel walked away with something different. But anyway, but yeah uh, on Tuesdays we give you guys tech tips for your personal life or for your church context too, so that you can use um, for your church but on Thursdays we talk about church issues and things that are happening, things that we've gone through as pastors, things that you guys are going through and that you guys um, email us about also and that we think are important to talk about and then to actually come up with some sub solutions obviously everything based on you know on the Bible and see how the spirit can guide us in in, in giving and providing, Good solutions, right? Bro, we don't, I mean, we don't Mm -hmm. just want to say whatever, we want to make sure that there's solutions that are not only practical, but that would hopefully, you know, give you that momentum and start something great within your local church context, exactly. So, anyway, uh, dm truthtech at gmail.com that's our email, Mm -hmm. please. Yeah, you were
0: saying, yeah, I was just gonna say, or you can reach out to us uh, through Twitter.
1: Uh, at DM yes. Truth Check. Yes, that works. Either any of those works great. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys are going through, what you guys think about the episodes, any type of feedback. At the same time, any anything that you guys are going through or certain topics that you maybe as a leader or just as a church member are going through at, in your church, mm-hmm. we'd love to talk about it. Um, of course, we keep it anonymous too, You know, if, that's, if that's not something you want to know. Um, we've done that here before. And- mm-hmm. It's, it would help out other people in other churches who might be going through the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Daniel pastored in one side of the country. Um, Daniel, you pastored in Georgia, right? Yes. Yeah. That's um, where we were before coming here to Michigan. We, we yes. were in Georgia.
0: There
1: you go. I pastored in Vegas. And yet when we come together and talk about specific issues, uh, most of the time they're very related. They're, very, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're issues that are similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about them, that can help you, uh, when you let us know some of the issues you're going through, and we talk to them here on the show, hopefully, you know, it helped other people who are going through the same thing.
0: Exactly. And it will help you to know that you're not alone in how you feel or your experience. And that is a source of comfort for many people to know that they're not alone, that there's someone else that has uh, similar thoughts and ideas and experiences. And it just helps.
1: Oh man, it helps a lot. And we're happy to do that. We're happy to listen to you um, and hear what you got to say. And then we're trying to put these tips and practical notes so that they're at your availability in a quick way by creating a website, which we're still working on, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, 2020 doesn't come by and we're still talking about a website <laughs> we're making. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I'm just. I mean, it's it, it's gonna happen soon, so you guys can have notes, practical tips, and some material like books and other things that we articles that we can recommend, other podcasts, other people that we can recommend, right? So that they mm-hmm. can, so that you have material and you have um, stuff that you can work with exactly. to help you out in your in your church ministry. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think that's enough for 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 um for an introduction, bro. What do you think we mm-hmm. get started with this? Absolutely. Yeah. We're just glad that everybody could
0: join us. Thank you for the continued support. And we're definitely looking forward to the church talk that we have for
1: everyone right now. All right, let's do it. All right. So I just like to say real quick, what what you said, you said it before, bro. I mean, we talk about issues in the church, right? Mm hmm. and just to let you guys know this this does not mean we're mad with with the church It doesn't mean that we that the church is bad exactly. we are just looking for ways to improve right exactly um, yeah
0: ways to improve ways to start conversations about topics that um that we've heard are very relevant are very um important to a
1: lot of people and we just want to start uh with those conversations exactly and it's not just about ranting and that that's what leads is leading up to this episode right now yes. how can you, a lot of you have had these same um, issues going on in your church and we want to talk and dedicate this episode to talk about not only about converse having conversations about the issues but how we can actually foster those conversations mm-hmm. that would lead to some sort of action in your local church right? Or exactly. in your local context, in other words, it's it's not just about talking about the issue, or maybe even talking about the solutions to the issue, but who to talk to, you know, uh, where where when to do it, um, how to go about doing this, so that you know we're not fostering rebellion here. We're not having these conversations to rebel. We're having these conversations so that hopefully action is taken. Mm-hmm. at the local level so that change actually happens but that change obviously needs to start with conversation a lot of times right mm-hmm. definitely so we're going to talk about that how to foster conversation in your local area how to go about with it so that it actually leads to some sort of change and now when we talk about change in the church and if you followed us through our podcast um season one you know you would know mm-hmm. that we're usually referring generally to the way we do church, correct? Exactly.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, some examples that could be uh, how we affect uh, evangelism and how we change worship. Um, those are just some of the ways that we're talking about when we say the way to do church is usually in those areas of evangelism and worship. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Uh, discipleship, too. Sorry, for, we forgot to mention and discipleship. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's very the important. Way those are the ones we're talking about. So when we, and, and, and you followed us through the podcast, we usually talk about discipleship. We talk about evangelism. We talk about worship and, and being creative and, and changing the way we do that. Because as you heard in some, in our episodes, the way we do that affects how relevant we are as a church, or it affects, you know, the purpose that God has set for the church. Um, if we don't pay attention to that. So if you're, if you're somewhere where you feel God is leading you to talk about these things or where you feel that there is a change needed and you know that it's spirit-driven, first we want to talk about how to go about this, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we we can't – I mean, people might say it goes without saying, but I think it doesn't, um, especially as Christians because Paul repeated it and, and, and in the Bible we see it repeated it. A lot, repeated a lot of times, and it's it's about prayer.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Like you need to pray about it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, dedicate time to pray when you want to, especially when it comes to changing something. Um, when there's issues going on in the church, and you felt like you're being led, I I would suggest up your game in your prayer time, or up Mm -hmm. your game on prayer, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely.
0: I think the uh, the heart of that just speaks to the fact that we need to understand no matter what anyone else has said, no matter what anyone has told us before, God really does care about the things that are important to us. Yes. Uh, he is more than willing to listen. He is more than willing to uh, be a part of this, uh, whatever it is that is is on our hearts. And so definitely, you know, some may tell you, you know, oh, you know, that's not what God wants to hear. That's not what God thinks about, mm. or that's not who God is. But um, you'll never know until you actually come to him. And more than anything, God definitely wants us to come to him in prayer um, and just see, you know, just lay our burdens down at his feet and see what
1: happens with that. Definitely. So, please, that, that would that would be our first advice. Mm-hmm. Pray about it. Keep praying about it. Pray, and, and you might ask, what do you pray about? Well, pray for God to open doors and to close doors, mm-hmm. to lead you, pray to God to lead you to the right people to talk to to give you the words, to give you the wisdom, to give you the attitude and the character, right? To to do Mm -hmm. things and to talk things the right way. Um, Remember, we don't want to rant or just go off on on the pastor, on the church, you know, (laughs) saying things that, you know, the church has a lot of uh, great things going on, um, doing great things. God is using it. Um, But when it comes to change, you want to pray and make sure you have all the wisdom necessary to go about it, right? yes absolutely so anyway that would be the first one now we've asked i've had people ask us uh we've had people ask us who who do you talk to right because a Mm -hmm. lot of times these conversations they happen like at home or they'll happen between friends exactly yeah and then you're left wondering like well was that it
0: you know is there you know sometimes you leave that conversation and it's still something that's burdened on your heart
1: yeah um, and you want to do more with it you know so who do you go to in that sense Exactly. Um, Especially mm-hmm. leading to change because, you know, you might talk it with your friend who's in another state or somewhere and you guys might agree on it, but that conversation is not going to bring actual change to your local church because, you know, the people there, are your brothers and sisters in Christ, the, your local community, they might have an idea of how you feel about things. But let me tell you, most of the time in a lot of our churches, there's not a lot of communication going on between brothers and sisters. or I mean, mm-hmm. between the church community and when i mean communication is that we're so focused on events and that's another topic i think we've talked about that too but that sometimes we forget to listen to each other yes we we don't have or do we make time we don't make that much time to listen and i know that the best times where you can know more about people is like when you invite them over for food or you know you invite a, oh definitely um, you know, those are the times where you have conversations, and you kind of know how the person feels and thinks, right? Exactly, yeah. Or another uh, other situations that I've
0: seen that a really great conversation usually takes place is usually after certain events have ended. You know, mm. um, you know, like the last ones to leave as people are cleaning up. That's usually when people start talking. You know, they might sit down for a few minutes to take a break, and they just start talking. You know, bringing up what they really feel, what they really think. Um, that's why I feel like it's so important for pastors uh, to. You know, be the first ones to uh, be one of the first ones to arrive, but also be one of the last ones to leave any event. Um Pathfinder Camp Rees is another place or Camp Rees in general is another place I've seen conversation happen, Uh you okay. know, around the campfire, you know, just late, you know, people just start opening up, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just uh, something about just, you know, being together in a comfortable setting, um, sometimes even out of the church buildings, just lends itself to people just opening up and sharing what's on their heart. And those are prime times where you can also jump in and just say, hey, you know what? This has been on my heart. This is what I've been thinking. Um, You might, you know, it's not about, you know, attacking. It's just about bringing it up and saying, you know what? This is what's important to me. What do you guys think? Have you guys shared similar experiences? And more often than not, you'll be surprised that many people will be like,
1: yeah, you know what? I've been thinking about that too. Yeah. And that's the thing. Sometimes we don't communicate that stuff mm-hmm. because we're afraid what people might think yeah. or, you know, they might think differently. And we're surprised to th- to know that other people think the same way mm-hmm. or or especially when it's something God is trying to move. He's putting that in the hearts of different people. It's God working with the spirit. You know, it's the spirit working in the different people who, when they actually talk to each other which is actually what God wants us to do as a church, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's we talked about it in the earlier podcast where the church devoted themselves to fellowship and mm-hmm. they were all under one accord. I mean, that stuff doesn't happen automatically. It it happens when you have relationship. Exactly. So when you talk, when you communicate. So, we would suggest this. What these things have in common what we just talked about is is there's is a relationship factor there mm-hmm. there is an element where you come together with the person and you talk you talk and we when we say talk as a church we don't mean writing a facebook message on someone and then you know just going at it <laughs> for like yeah fifty messages quoting <laughs> spirit of prophecy all of that um that's that's not really what i believe dialogue is um especially in your local context we would suggest talk to your pastor Set up a mm-hmm. meeting, you know, talk to an elder if you feel there's something that needs to be changed or there's something in our in your heart or there's a ministry that's burning your heart. Don't wait for the pastor to come or don't wait for the elder to come or if you're an elder or a pastor even like just go f- go and have a conversation with someone about the way you feel. That's what mm-hmm. church is there for. as a matter of fact, that's what church leaders are there for, right? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't envision a church leader thinking, hey, I don't got time to listen to what you got to say, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. That that kind of defeats the point of what church really is. Um, figure out or find out who's your personal ministries director. If you have an idea for evangelism, if you have an idea to... We talked about being creative in, um, in ministry. Um, talk to the personal ministries director. Talk to the Sabbath school if you have an idea there. Or talk to... Um, you know, talk to key leaders, but actually talk to them as in, tell them that you want to sit down, go to a Starbucks, um, if Starbucks is not your thing, then go to a, I, I don't know what else is there. Hey, I don't, don't know say,
0: even know what else there is.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Um, <laughs> go There you go. Go to Dunkin' Donuts, get a hot chocolate or something. And, you know, talk to the pastor, talk to an elder, sit down with them, let them know what's in your heart. And that could be the beginning. That's actually the beginning to lead into change, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's leading like if you if you have an idea about worship, or maybe you want to you feel like you can there's some things that might be might need change, talk to them about it. Leaders are there to listen to you. Um, now there's another step, there's another thing that you can do. A lot of times it's change doesn't happen because of the lack of knowledge. Exactly. Um, just because we don't know how to go about it, or or what we can change. I remember, mm-hmm. um, someone came up to me once and and said, uh, "Pastor, you know, people aren't really working, aren't really coming to this, this and that. I wish I could change some of this stuff, but you know, I know that's the way we have to do it." And I said, "It was a it, w- it was actually a prayer ministry." And I said, "Wait, why did why do you have to do it that way?" And they're like, "Well, you know, that's the way it's always been done." And I said but you know, that's not the way it has to be done. You know, it, you have options to change and, and be creative in it. And the leader said, Oh, what? I didn't know that. I thought we had to go about this way. Um, so I felt guilty uh, in a way because I was like, man, where's my, you know, I've failed at my job to <laughs> tell people that they could be creative, right? That yeah, there's some things there's ministries where you can be very creative and do it and, and do it differently, do it from another point of view, Um, And that person went creative. So we met with them. And then later we came up and we prayed. We came up with ideas of how to have a prayers ministry and make it more interactive instead of just the old traditional way that was set out before. A lot of times it's just people don't know, right? Exactly. Yeah. So go to conferences, right? We talked about this, bro. Like, um, There's a lot of conferences, like leadership conferences or a lot of events. Uh, I don't know if the conference, I know that conferences don't do that many events on, on like leadership. I wish that could change. I hope, I mean, I I know it's changing in some places, but go to other conferences. They don't have to be Adventist. They could be just, you know, Christian leadership conferences Mm -hmm. and they're very great, man. Like I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I've been to a few of those already and we continue to do it with my wife, um, and they're great and bring leaders or bring other people from the church with you so that they can get in on the information and they can get mm-hmm. in on the knowledge they can get in on the spiritual benefit of going to these conferences and growing and and their minds just your mind just opens up and the spirit uses those conferences for you to say hey th- we can do things differently and, and go about and make and expand the kingdom of God, and evangelism, or you know, this is a new way we can disciple, or this is a way which we can mm-hmm. go about worship. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. I mean, I think I think conferences is another way of of a it's a starting point of exactly, how to come yeah. about change.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. If
0: anything, it helps you give uh, at least um, it helps give you the right words or the right approach that you could maybe implement in your context um, to go about, you know, bringing that change that you want to see.
1: Yes. I mean, search it. I mean, I think when, once our website is up, we can put some of this stuff up too, right? Like conferences, leadership conferences, like dates. I mean, it's worth an investment. Sometimes you're going to have to travel, uh, probably by airplane, by car or something like that. Like take a trip to like, take two, three youth leaders and just take the trip to a youth conference. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you time. But you guys are gonna have an amazing time spiritually, mm. fellowship, and you'll be you'll be getting not only information, but you'll be getting ways of how to go about and doing ministry from people who have experienced that, you know, people with more experience, people with um, who have gone through the situations you've gone through and, and God has led them to certain situations. So why not go? You know, it's an investment. Exactly.
0: Definitely. Yeah, you're investing in yourself and you're investing in the knowledge that you need uh, to equip yourself
1: to bring about change. Definitely, for sure. Um, another one, you brought this one up, actually, the networking with others that think like you. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, if it if it becomes uh, up to the point where you're just kind of frustrated, you know, maybe uh, the pastor might, be, might not have enough time to devote to what you're thinking, um, or maybe he's just not going about it in the right way that you envisioned. Um, same thing, you know, with leaders or something, you know, network a little bit, you know, find others who do think like you get together, maybe start a small group, uh, converse together and just see what comes of that. You know, maybe in, in that conversation, you guys come up with ideas of what you could do as a small group on your own to take it upon yourself. Um, you know, to bring about a little bit of, of what you
1: envision to, to life. Yeah, definitely. See, I mean, for example, we have we might not know you, but we've gotten people who've actually called us and they want to network. Um, they think like us, and we're here to listen. So there's a lot more. Like you, you mentioned this earlier, bro, when you said that sometimes you feel alone, but you're not. There's a lot more people than what you think that think like you. There's a lot more people that are frustrated, just like you're frustrated. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more people than what you think that are going through the same situation that you are in your local church. It would be good to network with them because that's how you guys can build each other up. You can encourage yourselves. It's so important. And it's, we would encourage you if, I mean, we're here. (laughs) So you guys want to, you guys know our email, you guys know how to reach us, but it'd be good to network with a lot of people Um, go out of just that bubble And, and know that there's other people that are going through the same situation and we can encourage each other to just keep going, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which also is, there's another thing. Um, Don't be discouraged that if you go out to your pastor, you talk, you have a great conversation, but the next Sabbath, everything's exactly the same. Mm,
0: Yes. Yeah. It can Um, be discouraging, but, but try not to be because, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. There you go that's it right there. Mm -hmm. It just, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes the right approach might be to just give it some time, uh, maybe for some things to clear up, you know, for some things to, uh, be moved out of the way. Um, and that's just the way that God works, you know, not everything happens all at once or overnight. Uh, sometimes some things have to pass away before new things can, can
1: come to fruition. Mm, there you go. There you go. Every, when, when we talk about change, we're talking about time, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to, to talk about change in, in many aspects and to expect change to happen in a matter of seconds. Um, when, when it's true change and when it's change that's going to make a difference, it usually comes with time. So keep going at it, you know, keep talking, keep hosting the conversation, keep meeting with your pastors. Maybe it's going to take time to brainstorm at first that, or first you're going to have to talk to the elders. Then you're going to talk to the pastors, or you're going to talk with whatever director you have to talk to, but keep going, like keep pushing. We talked about being pushy in the last episode, I think of church talk. Um, sometimes it's necessary to be pushy and it's okay to be pushy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think any leader is thinking like, oh, why is this person so pushy? Like if they want to work, like, dude, if you want to work, that that's great. I would like people who are pushy about wanting to do a ministry in the church, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Think about it like this. I don't know if there's any Marvel fans out there,
0: but uh, we just uh, rewatched uh, the first Iron Man movie a few weeks ago. And um, if you guys remember, Agent Phil Coulson, throughout the whole movie, he was like, hey, we need to sit down for a meeting. We need to sit down for a meeting. Hey, we need to sit down for a meeting. He was around every corner, (laughs) everywhere you turned, There he was. Um, But eventually he did get his meeting and it was like the meeting of his life pretty much. Um, So, you know, maybe even something like that is what you might have to do. You know, just kind of, he wasn't being like annoying or anything. He was just being persistent. Exactly. He needed his meeting and he got it,
1: (laughs) but it took some time. don't go flooding your pastor's text messages yeah. and say that, that DM, the, the DMing truth pastors told you to do it. Yeah, Yeah. Don't even
0: show up like at his house like in the middle of the night or something, like you know, just staring into his window or something like that. Yeah. No, don't do any of that. <laughs>
1: bro, by the way, you say that because your cat does that, bro. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he does. I've been to Daniel's house and his cat does some weird staring. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, guys, yeah. it, I, we know what you guys get what we're saying. Yeah, be exactly. persistent. Let them know you want to sit down, set up meeting or set up a couple of meetings and just keep being pushy about it. Um and in the end you don't want to come out when when we just talk and we just say what's what's wrong with the church, what's wrong with it, but you don't you're not led to action. It can come out it can seem like you're just ranting or you're just and I, I guess like, just being critical okay. or something like that. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it is. Being critical and stuff like that. I guess it's okay to rant sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're humans, mm-hmm. but but let there be a purpose to it. Let let something come out of that. Like leave to change. Don't just rant for the sake of ranting and, and sit around and not do anything about it. Um, if God is calling you and putting that in your heart, I encur- we encourage you. Go for it. Please go set up that meeting. Right, maybe right now you got it right after... Listening to our episode, you get that phone and you text your pastor, say, Hey, we need to talk. You text the elder, you text that director, whatever ministry. Um, and, and you say, Hey, I really have this thing in my heart and I want to share it with you. We encourage you to go ahead and do that. Um, we would pray that it would make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. in there, network talked about it you don't even have to talk about it first with like other pastors talked about it with other youth and then maybe together you can meet with the pastor that's even better i would say Mm -hmm. um actually that's our other one we said networking but we always also talk about try not to always do it alone if you can always do it with someone else i think that's always better Uh, because if you get in trouble at least you both get in trouble yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just playing. I mean, mean, look at it. Like when Paul left and everything, and he was out there singing in jail, he wasn't singing by himself, you know? Yeah, exactly. He had help. He had uh, companions there with him. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we would suggest talk with other people, network with your friends, and then maybe come to the pastor or come to the elder too. Try not doing it alone because sometimes that makes it seem like you're, you know, you're trying to be a rebel or something like that. Mm hmm. And that's not, that's not what we're trying to do when you do, when you network it, when you talk it with someone else and you together come and speak to the pastor or speak to the Mm -hmm. elder, they'll see that it's not just one person's feelings. It's, it's, it's two people, right? Exactly. It's it's a couple. And especially when it comes to delicate things, when it comes to something that you don't agree with, or you feel that the church has fallen behind in a specific area, evangelism, worship, or, or discipleship, whatever, um, it's not easy to have those conversations. We're not saying it's easy, mm-hmm. but it's easier when you do it with someone else. Exactly. Right? Look at yeah. Jesus having to go through all he did. Look at the disciples. They didn't, they didn't do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. It, it, and even Jesus' suggestion uh, when, before he sent them out
0: was he sent them out two by two. You know He didn't send them by themselves. Um, they, he, he
1: made sure that they had help. Exactly. Exactly. So we would suggest grab someone, talk to them. If you guys are on the same page, then go about it, you know, having the conversations with other people and the pastor and the elders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, one of the examples we can see that is the Adventist revolution thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's something, I, I know we have, uh, just a few minutes. We're wrapping this up. We'll actually probably link that at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll with Re- their website and things like that. So you
0: can find out more about it. Uh, but yeah. definitely, you know, it it speaks to the part like if you're on the other side, right? If you are someone that you that you start seeing, you know, all these movements popping up, um, and you want to be an agent for change, but you don't know exactly like where to give your time, support, maybe even money, um, things like the Adventist Revolution, um, it all comes down to just studying it out, right? Uh, test the spirits, like the Bible says, just study what it is that each movement movement is about. Um, I think we have to understand that God is not going to spoon feed us the answer, right? He wants us to yeah. do our due diligence um, and he wants us to come to him more than anything. He wants us to come to him and be like, hey, God, you know what? Is this something that you're blessing? Um, is this something that you can use me in? Um, you know, and just go from that perspective, uh, but definitely do your work, uh, test the spirits, see
1: what everything is about and uh, and go from there. And that's how change happens, right? Change is not going to happen just because, you know, you get this feeling that things are being done wrong. Maybe things are being done right, mm. right, in your local church. Yes, yeah. And and you're just not happy with it. But, you know, make it, it comes, like Daniel said, test the spirit, check, check how things are done, study, investigate, read books listen to podcasts, all the type of things. Um, The Adventist Revolution, we mentioned it because we think it's one of the great examples of how things are being done to bring about change. Exactly. Absolutely. And it's it's a group of people coming together, you know, prayer in prayer and trying to make a difference, communicating clearly what it is that they believe in, Mm -hmm. being biblical about it. And so that's one of the reasons why uh, we'll probably dedicate an episode or at least part of the episode to talk about them because we ran out of time in this one. But I think it's it's a, it's a good thing for you guys to check out to see how how you can be encouraged to stand up and go about the change on how to go about the change that God is putting in your heart to do. So that's pretty much us wrapping up our episode for Church Talk for this week. We really hope that some of these tips you guys will put them into practice and let us know. I mean, if there's some if you have a question on how to do it or 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 a specific testimony that, that you did it with one of your pastors or your elders, or you're trying this. Or maybe there's different ways in how you went about it in your local church. We'd love to hear that and, and even share it on here for others to know, right? Yes, definitely. For other listeners to have that insight. But for now, that's pretty much it, our episode for this week. We really hope that you guys have a great weekend. Um, we pray that you know you guys will have a great Sabbath also. And we'll catch you guys next week.